Moon Podcast Escalation! everyone my name is jordan d white my name is chris sims and i had a really good joke about how this podcast was called horsing around because all we do is talk about a damn horse not but anymore he's not in this episode yeah Yay. i mean technically he is but not not noticeably not not yeah oppressively <laughs> yeah sailor business is back baby yeah what's up everybody it's time for sailor business the show where he's talking about sailor moon and her friends doing goofy shit and fighting monsters. That's what the show is about. And you know what? We get to love it so much again. Oh, I did enjoy this episode. This is a classic, just very choice episode of Sailor Moon with a with a great plot that doesn't make any sense. Uh, a bunch of weird shit happening. Yeah, this is terrific. This is what we want out of Sailor Moon. They remembered that Minako has one parentheses, one personality trait. Yeah, they did. It's a good one. So today, we are going to be watching Dream to be an Adult, The Amazonist Confusion. And to help us do that, we have invited back Christina Gomez. Christina, welcome back to the show. Hello. Hi. How are you today? I'm I'm great. I had a very long day. I just got home about 10 minutes before we started recording. Oh, is everything okay? Oh no, it's I had like my my dance class was running really oh. late. Not running late, but I got out of it late and I had to take the train home. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh we I had a long day. We were talking about this off mic. I got a makeover today at Sephora. Wait, uh was it did the uh did the Spectre Sisters give it to you? I wish. <laughs> oh man, like if I rolled up in there and, and Katzy was hanging out behind the counter with her pack of day to have a more dramatic eyeline. Oh, you look great. <laughs> no, no. Okay, then in that case, then Cohen <laughs> there hanging go, out there behind the counter. How dare you? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but yeah, like uh, Jordan, I imagine you had a long day. Don't need to get into that. Making comics. Yeah. Very, very fun this week to make comic books. There are good parts always. Yeah, of course. Of course. Like when you get to work with your good friend, Chris, on the upcoming X-Men Xmas special. <laughs> we, we'll talk about that yeah we'll, we'll get section. to it in the plugs yeah but christina hi we talked to you about your history with sailor moon last time mm -hmm. do you have any recent sailor moon developments in your life is it cheating if i talk about like a cute thing that happened a few weeks ago i mean that's recent okay how old are you i'm 31 yeah that's recent <laughs> <laughs> comparatively speaking that's right it feels like it was recent no, uh, so last month I was in L.A. for Adobe's creative conference, and oh. I was just, like, walking through the hallway, and I hear someone, like, kind of tap, or I feel someone tap me on the shoulder, and he's like, is that, is that, like, the Luna pen? And I was like, what? And it takes me a moment to register that he's talking about my tattoo, and I turn around, and I'm like, yeah, and he has a full sleeve of Sailor Moon tattoos. Wow. Uh, dope. And it was amazing. We took a photo together. It was a very cute moment. 
Uh, I would love to see this photograph. Also, Jordan, we got to get full sleeve Sailor Moon. Oh, Jesus. I knew that was coming. Buddy, it's been four years we've been here. Tell you what. Tell you what. Can you hook us up with full sleeve uh, temporary Sailor Moon tattoos? I mean, we do custom temporary tattoos at work. We can can make Sailor Moon ones happen. There you go. If you had to get a full sleeve Sailor Moon tattoo, Jordan, what what would you get? I mean, if it's full sleeve, it's going to have to have like everything on it. Like, what do you mean? Yeah, but like, would you go with like a theme? Sailor Moon. I I like what theme you f- mm. <laughs> four years of this. No, I, no. I, I I feel like you'd have to have like all the Sailor Scouts on it or like all the monsters or something. I mean, but I would go with all the Sailor Scouts, not all the monsters. Oh uh, yeah, I mean you could do a lot of things. You could do like just Dark Kingdom, you could do the Four Kings, you could do just the Scouts, you could do the Spectre Sisters, you could do Alan and Anne. You could have an owl yes. man sleeve with the doom tree. That's a great idea. Uh, you could just tattoo Sailor Moon's gloves onto your arms. That I mean, that would be a half sleeve by definition. I want to tattoo her flesh-colored arms. <laughs> why are you? Why are you resisting this bit so hard? I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, you really are. Uh, I would totally get a get the their transformation sequences. Animated. That's that's, uh, right. Just spin around your your own body (laughs) very fast. Exactly. (laughs) Hey, folks, if anybody out there wants to co-host a podcast and you cannot reject the premise of the fucking bit, uh, sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. Must love crossover questions. Mm. Mm. (laughs) But that's, that's, no, is that the first time, like, surely that's not the first time that you're your tattoo has made you a fandom connection. How long have you had the tattoo? You, we talked about this a little bit last time. I yeah, know. I got it uh, September 2017. So it's still pretty new. Um, and I've had like a few good moments where people notice it because it's, I don't know, you kind of have to really know what it is to catch on to it. So when people do realize what it is, they're really excited about it, which I think mm-hmm. is great because I love having that moment like, on the subway or like in dance class or something where someone's like, Oh my God, that's amazing. Like that's my childhood. I'm like mine too. (laughs) That's my adulthood. That's my present day. Flash right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's my, uh, most Mondays on the (laughs) internet. Uh, okay. Jordan. Yeah. Here's, here's a bit that you can reject the premise of. Great. It's a bad idea. Now, Christina, you have the Luna pen. Yes. Was, is there a particular reason you went with the Luna pen that you would like to share? Um, I mean, what it is, one of my favorite, I love the thought of just being able to transform into whatever you want at any moment's mm-hmm. notice. And I also kind of thought it linked to being um very versatile and flexible and like ready to like adapt to a situation at a moment's notice. And then also like tied to this thing that I've loved for so long and has influenced so many parts of my life. Um, so those are like the things I was thinking about when I got it. I have the Luna pen as a keychain uh, on my key. Was that the sound of your keys? Is that what that was? Yeah, yeah. I was like, do I still have that? And I took them out and I was like, oh, yeah, of course I do. I don't have a cool keychain at all. I haven't had a cool keychain since high school when I had Bubbles from the Powerpuff Girls as my keychain. I have the Luna 
uh, Luna pen. I have a, a thing with my family name on it. I have uh, a picture of Burt Reynolds from the Burt Reynolds marathon I went to. Hey, Jordan, Jordan, <laughs> yeah. real yeah. quick, real quick. You just have the word white on your keychain? No, it's got like a like a crest. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you maybe considered that that might give the wrong impression? It's got like a crest. It is. Uh-huh. Listen, it is my name. It, no, it definitely is your name. I'm not trying to take that away from you. I'm just saying. There was a time somewhere on my phone I have a, a, a screenshot of this because there was a time when uh, Facebook was doing its targeted uh, 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 advertising to me, and it was trying to tell me sell me a T-shirt that said something like, "I know I'm right. I'm a white." Oh, and oh I was my like, God. "Nope, you didn't get that one right." <laughs> Yeah, I, I love those automatically generated t-shirts that are like, <laughs> don't fuck around with my husband. He's a yoga fan who was born in November. And he loves me dearly. Yeah, so that wasn't good. So, hey, but you know what? Talking about the Sailor uh, the Sailor Moon pen. No, the Luna pen, again, I, I love it too. And it makes me, again, wish that we had more solo sailor moon stories because i loved those i love those early episodes um it makes me want to do like a like a like a lost season of sailor moon season zero where it's you know just sailor moon and luna and she can use her crying sound effect (laughs) power more and she can use her luna pen and uh that'll be awesome that would be really Uh, cute so jordan if you had to get a tattoo of one thing from Sailor Moon, Object. but not like a character. Not it can be a character. Mm-hmm, did mm-hmm. we talk about this last time? I feel like we did. No, you tried to get me to say what tattoo I would get, and I said either Sailor Moon or probably Luna, and I said more likely Luna, and then we settled on. Of course, I would get Axari, and you would get Tannis Ball Sailor Moon, yeah. but not an object. If you had to get a thing, uh, whew. yeah, I mean probably the Moon. Uh, oh, geez, I want to call it the Moon Scepter, but that's the Deke one. Is that the Moon Stick? Crescent, yeah. crescent wand yeah 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 the crescent wand yeah i can't remember all the names of the items sometimes yeah they 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 get they kind of blend together but like the the first one that just has the cool crescent moon on the top uh that eventually gets the 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 crystal right in the middle of it that's a good one i have a friend who wants to get that tattooed on her but she has not yet yeah definitely the moon stick would you get it with the crystal or no i feel like yeah you gotta but like it, it honestly it's weird that the crystal sits on the on the middle of the moon but what are you gonna do okay all right what about you which one do you want i don't know like the first thing that came to mind and this is very weird because it definitely isn't what i want but the first thing that came to mind was the luna p oh the luna p yeah so you can call it poo no i would not <laughs> you got some that. poo on you <laughs> i mean <sighs> it's a pretty cool item <laughs> yeah it does a lot of things yeah, it is, but like I don't have. It's not like I love Arini, you know, or or the Luna P in general. I love I love Wicked Lady, but I don't feel like that is. I don't know. Maybe Queen Barrel's Ball. Oh, actually, it's just a. It's a circle. Cool. If you don't have her no, hands, it's got, like stuff in it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, what uh, else exists? Like a tuxedo masks, masks. Sure, it's just a mask yeah, though. The, the mask, the rose. I mean, like the. I, I think like a mask rose top hat combo would work. Like if they were just kind of like sitting together, it'd be like, oh, I get it. It's not his face, but I yeah, get if it. If you want to like, never be allowed within fifty feet of a school again. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> hey, actually, I'm surprised you got the Luna pen rather than the uh, the the 
the Saturn. I I thought about it, but the thing, and I feel like I had a hard time explaining it last week, but I feel like Saturn is just like, I just like her because she exists, but there's so many other characters I relate to more. Gotcha. I don't know. There, It's like a weird thing. Like, I feel like personality wise, I actually like a lot more of the other Sailor Scouts. I feel like there is a 100% chance that there is someone listening to this show who absolutely has either or both uh, the uh, the sword in the mirror. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, sure. Of course. Uh, like intertwined, like, not intertwined, but like crossed or something. Yeah. yeah that's got to be like the most common like object, like Sailor Moon I mean, tattoo. We should really just call out if you've got a Sailor Moon tattoo yeah. and you want to show it to us, send it to us on Twitter. We'll we'll tweet it out to everybody. That, that like that's super cool. Yeah, we'd absolutely love to see it. Um, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm gonna get. Like, I mean, the, like you the could get Ami's computer. Of, of no, it's bad. That's a bad thing. You could get Ami's uh, sunglasses. Um, <laughs> I'll, I get I'll get Ami's computer and then I'll get a scroll around it that, says, <laughs> that has the three directives from Robocop. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. There's an Instagram of Sailor Moon tattoos that's actually pretty oh, cool. Nice. If you want to see like some uh, an array of them. Oh, here you go, uh, Chris. Get uh, get get Venus's chain tattooed around your waist. I, you know, I, I another thing I thought about was Venus's chain, but you would never be able to tell what it was. I would just look like a dude who had like a heart chain around his arm. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty great too. I would have to like announce my presence in a room by going, "It's it's from Sailor Moon." <laughs> Sailor V's mask would actually be a good one. Ooh. Sailor V's mask would be a good one, I think. Let's see. I just typed typed in Sailor Moon objects. I mean, really, it, it's all about the 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 wands and stuff and the scepters. I mean, I guess there's the Holy Grail, um, the original Crystal Star, the the Cosmic Heart Compact. Yeah, oh, the Compact is good. One of the pens, uh, the transformation pens, obviously. God driving. <laughs> get the get the whole thing tattooed <laughs> on you. Absolutely, the, the cabinet for God driving. Sure. <laughs> Oh, uh, Chris, you know what you want? You want the uh, injection bazooka. I do love the injection bazooka. (laughs) Or the easy bake oven. Or, or, well, I wouldn't get the easy bake (laughs) oven because that's a creep thing. I might get the, uh, the, what what is it? It's not a, it's not a, is, is it a Toyota Corolla? Was that we determined it's actually Udil's car is a Toyota Corolla? No, I think that's what we kept calling it and we were wrong. No, I think I kept calling it a Subaru Outback. Oh, wait, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. And I think it was actually a a Toyota Corolla of the kind that Naoko Takeuchi actually owned in real life, which is great. Oh, there's also the Tiara, of course. Right, the Tiara. I oh, The thing I was really thinking earlier, like something that I think would have like cool symbolism behind it is um, the Pluto staff. The, the key. Oh, mm. sure, sure. I think that's pretty cool. Because everybody would be like, oh, uh, Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, and I'd be like, no, but I do have a friend who will explain it to you half an hour at a time to my other friend. Pluto staff is the original Keyblade. <sighs> all right, so that's that's a fun conversation. Do you do you want to talk about Sailor Moon now? Th- that's that was Sailor Moon. All of that. <laughs> do we want to talk about the television show Sailor Moon? The episode in from question from 1992 to 1997. I'll tell you what. I have one thing I do need to mention. Uh, beforehand, because it is a piece of uh, Sailor Moon news that I just found out about. 
Sailor News? Sailor News. Uh, apparently. So, Chris, you know how um, they uh, they have these live action musicals they do of Sailor Moon? Uh, never heard of it, but yes, go ahead. <laughs> uh, guess what? What? They're coming to America for the first time. Go on. <laughs> They're going to be playing uh, in New York and Washington, D.C. I have one question. Which, which is what? Yamato Yugi, yes or no? Oh, I don't know. Ooh. I'll make, I'll fucking drive to New York. Well, I mean, DC's probably closer. Um, oh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I mean, feel free to come we up can, here. <laughs> we could meet. That's about halfway. Uh, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So okay. it's in March 2019. I just sent you uh, guys the uh, the YouTube video that seems to be all the information that exists, which is almost nothing. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's 30 seconds long. My big question is, uh, oh, this is loud. Ah, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. <laughs> Balance my. Oh, uh, wait till you all watch it first. Uh, I love this. It's a 2.5 dimensional musical. I don't even know what that means. March is my birthday month. Well, this is this is not. This can't be like, is this going to be Sarah Mew? Is it going to be like I I don't know. It says it's a 2.5 English. This is this is my question. Because at the end they have a clip of her talking and she's speaking in Japanese. So my big question is how am I going to understand what's going on? Are there going to be subtitles somewhere like or is this just I for I mean, Jordan, it's honestly not that difficult to piece it together. Come on. Yeah, but at the same time like I don't want to sit there and watch like 20 minute dance sequences where they're singing words I have no idea what they are. I would yeah, absolutely I mean, like, watch that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same. The the thing she says at the end is though is is a shokyo. Yeah, no, which I, we no one we would not want to hear that in English. No, we all know what I'm that not is. saying. I want them to speak it in English. I'm saying I want them to in, in English. You don't want them to speak it in English. I'm oh. saying it in English is what I said. I'm saying I want to know. I want there to be a way for me to understand it. Whether again, whether that's there's big subtitles up on a screen or something, or I've seen it happen because I saw um, they had Takarazuka at Lincoln Center oh, like, yeah? a couple years ago, and they had just like a big bar over the stage where they showed the subtitles because they did the whole show in Japanese. Yes, that would be great. Then I'm in. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, I'm very curious. I do think. Look, Washington is halfway between us, Jordan. All right. Well, let's, I can drive there. I mean, I presumably could drive there. Yeah. Because look, I feel like I feel like we've been waiting a long time to do uh, like to meet up with some listeners. <laughs> oh, do like a uh, meetup? Wow, that'd be fun. Like three people came on that cruise, <laughs> which was great. And I wasn't there. Yeah, you weren't there because you don't like boats. Oh, that's not why. But. You know, if we, uh, if we could, like, I feel like this is a thing we could do. We've never done sailor business together. That's true. Wait, how would we, okay, you're talking about two separate things, right? Or are you? Yeah, I'm talking about, like, while they're, while they're doing the show on stage. No, no, no. I'm I, like, I, you're like, hello, everyone, my name is Jordan D.Y. No, no, but you also were talking about, I meant the two things being meeting up with people and doing the show. Are you talking about, like, try to book a venue and doing a live show? Or, no, I'm talking about like we would maybe like go get dinner. <laughs> okay, that's what, that's what I'm saying. That's why I was I, like, so like we'll go to a hotel room and be like, all right, let's record a show. Everyone, please follow me to the nearest a Burger King. <laughs> all right, if you know anything about this upcoming Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon 
two and a half D musical, you know I want the two and a half D. What does that mean? <laughs> it means that it's got background stuff. Like you can you can see it in the the trailer. It's got like background stuff moving, but they're also like actual people like out on stage. Wouldn't that be like three and a half D or something? I mean, I, I think it means there's no set. So like the set is like a is like a like a projection, and then the actors are they're the half D. Yeah, they're they're the they're the, <laughs> the half D. I'm trying to see if there's any more details. I can't find details anywhere else. Uh, also, just so everybody knows, since we're on the subject of Sailor Moon things coming out, the second half of Supers is uh, coming to Blu-ray pretty soon. I did I did ask uh, Viz for a copy, and their response was. Did you talk about the movie we just sent you? And I had to explain, no, 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 we're doing it between seasons. It'll be six weeks. I promise we'll talk about it. <laughs> but yeah, that is coming out soon. So that just leaves uh, like stars, I guess, to get through, which is not a long season. Oh, and the, and the, the right? Supers movie. And, and the Supers movie, yeah. But I mean, like show wise. No, I think stars is a, a, it's like a 40. 40- it's 40 episodes. Well, I mean, it's a little bit less than 40. 30-something, I guess. Yeah. But, it yeah. goes fast. 30, it's, it's 34, because 166 is the last uh, episode of, of Supers. Gotcha. And gotcha. it's split up in a way that makes part of it feel much shorter. It's, I don't want to, like, spoil it, but it is divided interestingly. I look forward to it. I, I haven't seen it in a long time. Oh boy. A long boy. time. I guess the last time you would have been watching it is what, like 2010? Yeah, something like 2008, that. 2008, 2009? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, somewhere around there. I, I don't remember exactly when, but yeah, something like that. I mean, did, have you watched it since your big watch through, which is the reason we knew know who each other is? That is it. That is the only time I've watched it. Know who each other are? Mm-hmm. Close enough. I don't know. <laughs> Subject for agreement is very difficult, everybody. I'm a professional writer. Do we want to talk about the television show Sailor Moon now? Yes. Okay. The the 2D. One and a half D in some <laughs> places. All right. Let's talk about the show. Today, we are watching episode 160 of Sailor Moon Supers. The countdown is on. Six more and we're done with Supers. Nice. Six more and we're out of here into something that is, I have heard, is much weirder. Maybe. Uh, Dream to be an adult, the Amazonas' confusion. It was written by Megumi Sugihara. We know her. Uh, The director was Harumi Kasaka. The animation director was Masahiro Ando. And it originally aired on January 20th, 1996. And you know what that means, Jordan? Uh, I don't. What? It's 11 months and five <laughs> days till Christmas. Uh, that's even after the 12 days of Christmas and everything. It is. It is. You are, at that point, you are l- exactly two weeks out of the 12 days of Christmas. Thank you for remembering, finally. <laughs> for now. Uh, all right, so what what do we what do we got from Cloverway on this one? I, they they retitled it. That's the bit, everybody. <laughs> so not a, a good one. Okay. Now I didn't watch the dub. Did you watch the dub? Uh, I don't have the DVD yet, so no. Oh but yeah, I, well, I really do want to. Christina, did you watch the dub? Because I think you did last time, right? I watched. Well, I only watched the Cloverway dub the last time because I was very curious to know what they did to the the 
the horse dick joke. Gotcha. Uh, right, 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 right. And I didn't. It's I, back. <laughs> I didn't watch it this time because I didn't think they would have changed that much. So I don't know. The only thing I wonder about them changing is just, did they change the context of what they're doing there? Um, so, so what can I, I, I'm trying to think of even how to give you a hint at this. I, I don't, I can't, I'm just going to tell you what it is. Cause I have no idea how to get you to guess. Is this. it called circus babies? Yep. You got it. <laughs> okay cool <laughs> no uh, is it called japan apparently does not have osho or at least in the juban district no i love it but no it's called tomorrow's big dreams that you know that's that's i i think you could have gotten me there ah uh, okay i'm sorry With i let like, you down you know they well they talk about being an adult and you have to give up your today's dreams so that would leave you with Tomorrow's big dreams. Tomorrow's big dreams. Yeah. Tomorrow's dreams that are big. You have to give up your small child dreams. Yes. Of today. As it says in the book of first Corinthians. (sighs) You got really into the Bible. I did. 2020, 2018, the year Chris got into the Bible. I do a podcast about it. You should all listen. It's very good. Uh, All right. So this episode starts with kind of a cool shot. Does it though? You don't like this shot? I mean, it starts with a black screen, and all of a sudden, the bright subway train uh, windows start flying by without you being able to see the subway at all. Or the, not subway, it's not a subway, just train. And uh, I thought that was kind of cool looking because it was yeah. like, whoa, what's happening? I mean, look, it's on the one hand, yes, it is kind of cool. On the other hand, sure does seem like it uh, took less time to animate <laughs> than an establishing <laughs> shot. Well, it fades to a full establishing shot of the creepy circus, which we've seen. Not a lot to of be times. the cynic, you have made me the cynic, but it happens, man. Uh, then we cut inside to the crazy circus, where we get to see all the weirdos that we haven't seen in a while. Oh, we love these weirdos! I like the weirdos. Who's your favorite of the weirdos, Jordan? Oh, geez, um, they always take me completely by surprise how weird they are. The creepy twins with the bow ties are kind of fun. Uh, I like, I like the person who appears to be dressed as a horse. Oh yeah, that's a thing, yep. Uh, and the person who has a face on both sides of their head. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Christina, do you have a fave? I'm, I'm reviewing it right now. Oh my god, there's so many of them. Oh, there's the person dressed as a horse. Yep. Honestly, the two-faced person is pretty good, but I also like that woman who's just kind of like casually powdering her face. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what's weird about her. (laughs) She's kind of chubby. Is that what they're saying it is? I don't know. (laughs) I just feel like she has a good attitude. I'll tell you you who my least favorite is. Oh, please. Madame Zagonia. Well, she's not one of the weirdos. She's Garbo. She's Well, guess what? She's everybody's least favorite. They are all literally... Uh, sitting around laughing at her. Uh, they if are you, just making fun. If you fun. want to see an episode where they're just dunking on Zirconia, <laughs> good news. What, what is it they say something about her being more wrinkles than skin? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> That's a devilish burn. It's rude. But she's pretty awful. <laughs> no, she's terrible. Like this this brings up a, a very interesting moral quandary of if we are allowed to make fun of terrible people like Madame Zirconia, mm. or I don't know, sure can't think of any other people that are terrible that I wouldn't mind seeing brought down a <laughs> You can't? Oh good. Mm-hmm. What a wonderful world you live in. 
Did it also come up in a previous episode that in the Cloverway dub they made Zirconia a guy? Yeah, yeah, we talked okay. about that back at the beginning of the season. It's, okay, it's so I couldn't weird. remember. It is weird. I was like, are women not allowed to be old and wrinkly? Like, I don't understand. But she's got like lipstick on. This show does have a cast of immortal teenagers, so <laughs> that's fair. Right, but like, but like, most of the time, the reason that they change them is because there's some sort of. Uh, sexual content that they're trying to correct for, for the the American audience. But this that's not the case in this one. I, it really is baffling as to why they 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 uh, they gender swapped her. If only there was any sexual content that they could have corrected for in this season. <laughs> like say this season. Uh, well, I'm sure. Listen, I'm sure. Again, they didn't talk about a horse cock, and <laughs> they. Why are we? Why are we though? <laughs> This is my question for you. It's one of the most memorable things of the season so far. Remember at the beginning of this show when you were like, should we have a clean tag or an explicit tag? And I was probably like, I was like, I probably won't be able to not cause. Yeah, you, show. you needed to swear about Andrew. I don't even remember what you said about him. Uh, I don't remember either. Don't go back and listen to our first episode. We'll go through the series a second time one of these days. <laughs> oh, we're just going to do it all again. Great. Yeah, why not? I mean, it'll we'll be, be funny. incarnated into our new lives, the Sailor Moon podcast. Listen, it will be very funny hearing us go, oh, good, we're in Sailor Moon R. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> Once again. Uh, that five-year-old that was listening might be like eight now, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> good point. Maybe good it's point. a little. Listen to the Sailor Moon podcast just the other day. <laughs> Okay, so uh, so they all slam uh, Zirconia, but you know what? Guess what, guys? Zirconia has learned something. <laughs> is it how to be a more effective villain? Yes, it I is. Mean, yeah, I guess so. Uh, I've been saying how awful it is that Zirconia just gives them a picture and goes, check this person out and get the thing. And it's like, it's never in the fucking thing. Zirconia this time actually does not send them a picture. Uh, she gives them a... Um, a flyer for a coming of age ceremony. And it's like, go to that, check out everybody. And us, probably one of them will have it. Yeah. Makes sense. I mean, listen, she's still wrong, but it's a much better plan than just check out this one person I found. I think it's a bad plan though. Cause everyone's either coming of age or an adult watching the ceremony. And they're like obsessed with kids dreams. I mean, also, they should know whose dream Pegasus is in at this point. Yeah. This episode is full of people who should know things, not knowing things. Brother, it <laughs> sure is. Um, is this a an actual thing in Japan? Do either of you know? Yes, I googled it. Okay, this is an actual thing. Yeah, uh, it happens in January every year, and there's like ceremonies all over. And apparently the amount of people actually participating in the ceremonies is going down. How come? Um, Let me... Open up the Wikipedia page. I think it's just a cultural... Wait, no, here, let's see. Um, Japan's low birth rate and shrinking percentage of young people, coupled with disruptions to some ceremonies in recent years, such as an incident in Naha in 2002, where drunken Japanese youths tried to disrupt the festivities, and a general increase in the number of 20-year-olds who do not feel themselves to be adults, have led to decreased attendance of the ceremonies. Interesting. Yeah. So this is this is for like twenty year olds. Yeah. Yeah. Did you not get that? Oh yeah. I missed that because uh, see, I was thinking it was like a quinceanera, no, or, or like a bat mitzvah, kind of. Except it's for twenty year olds. <laughs> except it's for twenty year olds, and it happens for everybody on the same day. Yeah. Quinceanera yeah, yeah, yeah. is also where you become like a young lady. Like it's where you become like a senorita. 
This is a full-fledged See, adult. I, it's kind of more like, um, well, I guess which would it would be like if when you turn eighteen. But we don't do anything to celebrate people turning eighteen. Christina, you have you have discovered something about me, which is that I have never been invited to a quinceanera. Oh no. And it's not that I like, like, because here's the thing. I can't ask to be invited to one now because it would be weird. I'm 36. <laughs> like, I, I, I do not. Hey, please invite me to this 15-year-old <laughs> girl party. No, that's weird. I, but I'm just saying I would appreciate the invite. I had a fake one when I turned 26 because my parents offered me. I'm Latina. So my parents, like, said I could have a quinceanera or a sweet 16 and i was like oh. the only hispanic person i knew so i was like ah oh, it's weird so i like ended up having a sweet 16 but as an adult i had like a fake quinceanera with my friends i think your best shot now is to to just throw one for someone chris yeah i i don't know if people are having them at like 26 that's significantly less weird for me to attend no i mean like you're just gonna have to have a kid <laughs> and wait 16 years mm. that's the only option okay jordan <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick question. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What part of me and my wife, Aiden Sullivan, <laughs> throwing our child a quinceanera do you think would be okay? You could just do it in secret. It's, <laughs> yeah, that makes it better. It, it honestly feels like a weird, like, one-sided wedding. I've been to a few. It feels like a little wedding because it's just the girl, like, having this, like, mass church like mass, like church mass ceremony. And then like, she has a court of honor. So she has like bridesmaids and she wears white mm. and then there's a reception. So it really feels like a wedding, but without another person. It's, it's an interesting ceremony. That is super weird. Yeah. <laughs> Rude. I mean, Jordan. it's no, really to fun. Call it a, a wedding. No, like that's it's, like a half a wedding. That's it's funky. Not, it's just how I look. That's my interpretation. No one else has said that. I'm sorry, I did not mean to be rude. No. I apologize. Oh, no, the coming-of-age ceremony that we've got here in this episode of Sailor Moon is uh, for 20-year-olds. Yeah, I, I was kind of confused as to who who, who was in the audience, because at first I was thinking it was like, okay, so there's going to be some sort of ceremony, and the 20-year-olds are going to be the ones doing stuff, but then it sort of seemed like, no, maybe the 20-year-olds are in the audience. I, it, I don't know how that works. It, it also seems pretty weird for a bunch of 15-year-olds to volunteer oh, for yeah. the ceremony for 20-year-olds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super weird. It, like, and I, again, that was another thing where I was like, is that a, a, a Japanese culture thing where they're like, oh, you, you as a young person, you do things to benefit your elders. Yeah, whereas, they're, they're, the, they're the senpai, we're the kohai. Right. Whereas over here, I feel like it's much more like, no, the children get some ridiculous thing done for them. And as adults who are grown out of that, you do it for them. Or as even just teenagers doing things for an eight-year-old or something, you'd be like, yeah, you guys volunteer to put on a thing for young people, not for old people. Yeah. Yeah. That's Very strange. Uh, backwards for, for us. We should, we should note, by the way, uh, we have some Rumiko Takahashi as hell animation in this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially in the scene that's coming up with, with uh, Minako talking about her new job. Uh, but this, you know, this was Masahiro Ando as the animation director, uh, whose work includes Usagi versus Rei and Nightmare in Dreamland. That episode oh, yeah. rules. Yeah. Uh, Dream of White Dress, Usagi becomes a bride, significantly less ruling. Yeah, no. Love for Ami, a boy who can predict the future, hey! the least ruling Aww. possible. <laughs> but remember how that one had like yes. those, those big soft heads. Big soft heads. <laughs> 
that's exactly what they are and you know i used to call it like the cutesy style i feel like even when i was younger if every time i saw this style of animation i was like oh this episode is a filler episode because they never use masahiro ando for like important episodes but again i i i you know i'm so glad it is because it's such a oasis in a sea of well in a waste in a sea in a desert of horses uh <laughs> it's it's refreshing and wonderful no make no mistake this is the best episode we have seen in quite some time i still like the last one a lot more but we've talked about it yeah so the animation on the last episode is by like my favorite oh, animation sure. director it was well it was well animated it was a good looking episode yeah um okay so uh, now is the scene, as you said, that Mina s- starts the plot rolling uh, by Tom Sawyering everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yep, pretty much. She comes out and is like, She's Minako Aino is today Tom Sawyer. <laughs> yes. She comes out and goes, guys, I got the best new job. It is like so awesome. I am so, so happy. And they all are super jealous. And then she's like, oh, well, you know, you guys could all work here with me. And all of a sudden they start realizing she is fucking with them. Well, Usagi immediately goes, good job. Does it come with snacks and lunch? (laughs) Which is great. Usagi's great. I like that they're like, are are raised like, there's no such job. And I'm like, this is clearly before Silicon Valley startups. (laughs) Yes. Look, my job comes with snacks and lunch whenever I want. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, hang on. You're a freelancer. (laughs) Yeah. So it doesn't actually come with a job. It doesn't. And it also doesn't come with any of those things. You have to bring them yourself. I mean, I mean, I have a friend who works at uh, Google in the city and yeah, it sounds pretty, pretty nice. (laughs) They actually get all of those things. It's pretty terrific. I get snacks, which is nice. That is nice. Do you get snacks, Jordan? Uh, No. Definitely not. <laughs> that sounds like you tried to sneak some snacks into Marvel. And had a bad no, they, bring your own whatever. Buy, buy, pay for things yourself and bring it in. Yes, of course. Do you get uh, cake on someone's birthday? Uh, not from the company. The, the the dream is a lie. I feel like no. that's harder at a bigger company. Yeah, I mean, sometimes people will will put something together, or, or more likely, we would just go out to lunch or something. But yeah. At any rate, uh, yeah, she starts talking about how it would be fun if they all did this job uh, with her and that it's a job that's worth – isn't a job that's worthwhile better than being easy. And that's when Ami and Ray start uh, Sherlocking out that she is uh, manipulating them because they're, they're like, okay, well, if she said that, that means it isn't an easy job. And if she didn't mention how it pays, that means it doesn't pay well and things like that. And they are bummed out. But – they agree to go check this job out anyway. Oh, can we do Fashion Corner? Oh, sure. Are these new clothes? I think Ami's jacket is new. <laughs> okay. Well, I. it's hard to tell because these are drawn in a very soft, cutesy style. Sure, sure. Like Mina, uh, I'm sorry, uh, uh, not Mina. Uh, Makoto is definitely in an outfit we've seen before, I feel like, right? Yeah, but it's a cute one. Sure. She's got the baseball cap with the ponytail, lots of clashing colors. It's very bold. Very bold. Uh, it is. Sure. It's, she's a bold young lady. Okay. We've got uh, Ami's in this, like, like 
pea green, like sailor colored coat, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. Mm -hmm. Christina, are you still here? I'm still here. Okay, good. I'm staring at the outfits and like analyzing my thoughts. (laughs) Mina's got like a jean jacket. And here's the thing. Everybody's got a jacket and shorts. Except for uh, except for Makoto, who's wearing jeans, and and Ray doesn't have a jacket. Ray's wearing a turtleneck, though. Ray's wearing a sweater, a miniskirt, and tights, and it's a very good look. It's an extremely good look. I do love long sleeves with shorts. Like it's just a weird seasonal outfit that only works for a short time of the year, and I think it's a good look. But it's January. <laughs> I know, and it is. It's too cold for that. I've been to Japan in February, and it gets too cold for that look. Maybe they're uh, skin-colored tights. Maybe. Actually, a lot of girls wear the uh, skin-colored tights in Japan. Or at least, like, the times I've been there. It's very common to wear, like, nude hose. Interesting. Um, well, you know what they say, guys. What do they say? It's easier to ask for gifts than forgiveness. I thought it was, it's easier to ask permission than for gifts. Because that's actually a pretty good pun. Is that what it is? Oh, I fucked yeah. it up. You did. I fucked up the fucked up phrase yeah wait is that what it is yeah i think so no it's easier to ask for gifts than persimmons <laughs> so it's even worse that's, than either of us said that's actually like at least it, <laughs> that's someone coming up with a real sound alike so god god bless you at viz if you're putting in that effort <laughs> persimmons uh i don't know what even that would mean at any rate that is what mina says when they realize, no, I think she means for it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. But they do go to check out this job. Yeah, then they find out it's volunteer work. Yes. Which Minako should not have referred to this as a job. No. And they, well, they go into this whole thing about like she actually used a German word that means labor. <laughs> I like that yep. Usagi's like that has nothing to do with it. Like she's actually right. Yeah. Oh, Yusagi is very right in this episode, and I can't yeah. believe she gets roped into this. Well, th- this, I think, is a very good episode for delineating Usagi and yes. Minako, because this is absolutely something uh, Minako would do, and absolutely not something Usagi would do. Usagi would never volunteer for and, and like and, and get a job by accident. Well, guess why she's doing it? Mm. Guess why Mina wants to work at this place for free? Because uh, she horny. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. I did get real up on the mic to say that. <laughs> I feel a little bad about it, but it's what the show is about. But here's the thing. It's actually kind of even sillier than that, because you're absolutely right. That is what it is. There's some really good looking dudes who show up sparkling. Uh, they are vampires from Twilight. <laughs> And uh, and they're like, oh, hey, uh, cute go- girls volunteering. It's good to see you. Um, these guys never show up again. I don't know. Are these guys 20-year-olds who are, which, by the way, also terrible? <laughs> I wrote that they're lazy jerks. <laughs> Wait, why is that terrible, Jordan? Uh, you know, Chris. Mm, I need to hear you say it. They're too old for these girls. Really? Yes. Well, that's interesting. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> Unless there's some sort of destiny that... 
that forgives it in some way. Mm, that, ooh, watch your watch your foot there, Jordan. You seem to be on a real slippery slope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so they uh, they are good looking guys, and the entire pack of uh, of sailor scouts all are like well not technically not all of them are like oh uh, cute guys yeah yeah we're gonna help out uh so and two things about this so first of all i immediately put in my notes uh yusaki could just not do this like she's got a boyfriend and doesn't like to work so she, she should totally not help this is one of the few situations where it's like you just be like later losers. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the fuck. Out. And she, spoiler, she tries to, and they force her to help anyway. I cannot believe she went along with that. I respect her not wanting to work for free. Oh, a million yeah. percent. Yeah, value yourself. Here's the real question: Why does Ami do it? Uh. <laughs> well, because her girlfriend's there. It's vol- volunteer work. Looks good on a college application. Ah, uh, that's Very a good true. point. That's a good point. Because yeah, uh, like like Ray and and uh, Makoto are both blushing with how much they are into these boys. Uh, but yeah, Ami is not blushing. Ami is yeah. just going. I'll go to sure. Why not? I have a little something we know about Ami. What? No, what? What is it? She's <laughs> jealous. She doesn't look jealous. No, she's not. Jealous. She well, she sh- not should interested be interested in these older boys. No, no, I all. understand, but you were saying her girlfriend is doing it, and it's like her, her girlfriend is doing it because she's into these boys. It has been established that they have an understanding. Oh, is that <laughs> is that is that has that been established? Okay. Yeah. Do you not watch the show? Mm, okay. All right. Should maybe pay a little closer attention. I mean, you do a podcast about it. Oh, Jesus. All right. So, speaking of jackets and shorts, yes, here come some tinier girls <laughs> with long sleeves and shorts. Yeah, which again, solid look, and much like I, I do feel like this is the episode where someone was like, "Can we just make this one cute? Yeah, can we just do the cute one? That's fine." So here come all these giant-headed uh, Amazon discordettes. So. This must be like when Sailor Moon is Sailor Moon, uh, where she's doing magic, and so she nobody can tell she's Usagi. When they are dressed in their quote unquote disguises, that must be the magic, right? So, because because again, the Sailor Scouts have been to the circus; they've seen these girls perform at the circus. Oh, you mean these girls who literally talk about being in the circus? <laughs> yes. So there must be some sort of mind-clouding magic happening here, right? I literally think it's just that they put on a shirt. There can be no other excuse. This makes me crazy for the whole episode. Yeah. Also, maybe, and I'm just going to throw this out there, maybe the show is bad. <laughs> no! We love this show so much. Maybe maybe the show has its problems. I do love the show. I like this episode quite a bit. Yes. It but is yes. cute. It is, there are a lot of, Sailor Moon might have the most narrative conveniences of any television show I have ever seen. And, uh, like, I would say it's up there with Buffy. Buffy sure does have a lot of narrative conveniences. Yep. So the quartet's showing up to, to you know, check out a whole bunch of mirrors as they were asked to. Um, honestly, I, though, their plan is a little weird because they're like, they're being, again, they're now also being forced to help, like, paint backdrops and stuff and uh 
again, they could have just shown up tomorrow. There's yeah. no rule saying you have to go <laughs> for 24 hours. It gets them backstage access. I, which doesn't seem to help. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they look, they just want to get away from Zuko. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Just want to get away from Granny. Yeah. And Paula Paula likes painting. That is true. But 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 the, but but here's the thing. The other option would have been hanging out in their invisible sauna, which getting are getting invisible massages, I guess, which seems like it would be better. But what are you going to do? That is true. So they're they're helping out. They're Paula Paula's painting, and then we get the uh, the uh, the adorable uh, afraid of heights scene. Oh, that's very cute. I mean, this is this is the this is the the Juban district doesn't have OSHA scene. <laughs> Why are you letting these untrained 14-year-old girls walk across this... They say it's twice as wide as a balance beam, which would be eight inches. A balance beam is four inches wide. Uh-huh. It looks it looks even more than that. It looks bigger than eight inches, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're very small girls. That's true. You're right, actually. So it's probably eight inches. Yeah. And... Uh, it's like 20, it's at least 20 feet in the air. Totally. She said, Makoto says it's five feet higher. No, no. It's five, five times, times higher. Yeah. Five times higher than a balance beam, which is pretty high. And the, they like, I, I want to know if someone was like, okay, which of you is the clumsiest? Cool. You do it. <laughs> yeah. They seem to have a lot of knowledge about the balance beam. That's a good point. Yeah. I kept thinking that's a little weird. I mean, they do it in school, right? I, I guess. guess they do. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, Mina should do this. She is the gymnast. Yeah, also, it's her job. Well, I mean, they all volunteered now, unfortunately. But... Yeah, also, it's her job. Yes. So, Usagi is literally lying on this beam, un- unable to move forward any further. <laughs> oh, the point is, they're trying to hang, like, streamers from the rafters. Or, not streamers exactly. What What, what is it called? Like a... A draped curtain. Yeah, I can't remember the term, but that sounds about right. Yeah, it's like a streamer. It has a streamer-like hang to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so Shusagi can't move forward any further than her her height uh, along this thing. Yeah. So Ray tries, and she also. I like it when Ray just turns around, all smiles, and goes, "No way." It is funny because, like, yeah, you, you know, again, if that thing was on the ground, if somebody said, can you walk across that thing? Of course, everybody would go, yeah, sure. It's plenty wide. I'm not worried about it. I'll walk across it. No troubles. But because it is so in the air, it makes you nervous. It gives you vertigo. I don't know if I could do it. Could you do it, Chris? I don't know. It's a good question. I do not know. Like, I, I'm not generally scared of heights like that. I'm scared of, like, high mm-hmm. heights. Like, I don't like looking out over, like, if I'm on the top of a building, I don't like looking out. Like, even when uh, we saw the eclipse last year, we were on the roof of a building in Columbia, South Carolina, and the building was, like, only, like, 10 stories tall. And I did not like leaning out over the edge, because I always get the feeling that someone's going to push me. Oh, that's uh, that's not fun. Well, I do have a severe anxiety disorder, yeah, yeah. so... No, that's relatable, because I feel like every time I'm on the train platform and the train's showing up, I'm like, someone could just walk up and push me onto the train. Oh, gee oh, yeah. whiz, when, guys. <laughs> when your boy went to New York City, I kept my back to the wall. I do quite like riding the subway, though. Ugh. But it's 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 sort of the same uh, 
principle as uh, the folks who do uh, what do they call it? They're like the construction workers who work on like skyscrapers, who will just walk around on the on the beams up high, and it's like, yeah, it should be fine. Like these are plenty wide enough to support you. It's just don't think about the fact that you're a zillion feet in the air. Yeah. Also, don't like you know, don't act like I have never just tripped over my own shoes. <laughs> Like, it doesn't happen often, but it happens. Sure. I fell really hard going up the stairs, like, this past Friday, so. And I fell in a dress rehearsal of, like, my, like, whole competition routine, like, this past weekend. So I would not trust this balance beam. Well, yeah. thankfully, none of us work uh, for the circus. Thank goodness. But, but you, you know who does. does. <laughs> Let's hear oh, it. Oh, we did it. <laughs> Jordan, we did it. Bless us all. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, it's the Amazon's quartet that show up and they start doing, okay, they start doing circus shit. They start talking about being in the circus. They start jumping 30 feet in the air. Yeah. They jump from the ground up to the rafter. Yeah. Yeah, dude. They sure do. Not suspicious at all. Yeah. There's, here's something fucking infuriating let's hear it artemis oh yes wait wait hold on hold on before you get to that because there was one more thing about this scene that i or the 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 acrobatic scene that i found infuriating which was the part that annoyed me most was that the scouts all clap for them because i was like come on you guys are here to do a job don't encourage this shit (laughs) now they're just gonna be flipping all around the entire place for the rest of the day they're gonna be like well why aren't you clapping for us again uh, no, no, that's not how you do it. So the cats show up because this is one of the few episodes where the show remembers it's got talking cats. There's three of them. I know. You'd think with talking cats, you'd want to show that shit off. You surely would think. And yet, <laughs> here we are. Who's that little gray one? Don't know. <laughs> <laughs> One of the one of these children says, yeah, we, we wouldn't be like very good circus performers if we couldn't jump 30 feet in the air and do all this shit. And Luna, the good cat, goes, wait a second, circus? Like that circus that's trying to kill us? Like that circus that we literally went to and saw the performers? Yeah. And it's the only yeah. circus that has been in town for months at this point? And now these four girls, aren't there four girls who work at that circus that we have been fighting pretty consistently for the past couple months? Uh, And Artemis goes, it's fine. That's not suspicious. He also says, fuck off, Artemis. He says, I just came by to tease you. He does say that. That is why the cats are there. I hate him. So rude. Artemis is the worst. Artemis is the worst (sighs) character on the show. And I got Artemis in that, like, personality quiz. And F, F you, buddy. I got Shibiusa. It's funny you say that because I, I, uh, I asked for Sailor Biz questions from our, our listeners mm-hmm. uh, earlier, and one of the I went just glancing at it to see were we getting any. One of them was for Andy Smith saying, uh, "Chris, which is worse, that fucking horse or human Artemis?" I haven't seen uh, human Artemis yet. I know. we saw it in the manga. I know, but I know <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like any of it. I mean, you just said that Artemis was the worst character on the show as a cat. The horse is pretty bad. <laughs> There's a lot of gaslighting on this television show. <laughs> yeah. For, for children. Mm. There's a lot of gaslighting from the good guys on this television show 
for young ladies. That's not good. Uh, there's a lot of not like great. bad relationships throughout the whole show, though. Yeah, as per season one, very positively. Ugh. Zoinks! Anyway, fuck Artemis. He sucks. <laughs> Diana offering a paw is really cute, though. Yeah. Do you think Artemis is a good dad? There is a right and wrong answer to this question. <laughs> well, we don't really see his parenting. Just based on what we know about Artemis and his interactions with uh, Minako, which is a very parental relationship. Well, then, no. And and because he doesn't no, act like not. He's her. fucking trash. He doesn't act like her dad, though. He acts more like her handler. Yeah. He's, he's a bad dad. <laughs> well, he's not her dad. I hope. You don't know. Uh, thing about this show you never know if if i told you yeah i was reading the manga and it turns out that artemis is minako's dad you would just be like yeah that tracks with everything i know about this show yeah maybe where animal people are sometimes people is luna a better mother than artemis's father yeah yes but luna's also a bad mother i mean here's the thing i feel like luna See, now, Diana, I, you're going to get fat. That, but that's uh, that, uh, that did cross my mind, of course. But I think Luna would be a better mother than that, because I think Luna is the kind of person who can make that de- delineation, where she's like, I'm not here to be Yuzagi's mother. I'm here to get her to get her shit together. And if she has a child, she's going to be like, no, I'm not. Well, I you think, I can love. Here's the thing. I think uh, Dub Luna is much more motherly and like actual anime or new dub luna or manga luna even is much more sisterly that's true mm. that is true which makes sense that they go away so much when rimi's around because then you already have a sister dynamic and weirdly enough rimi kind of becomes the uh the luna in a lot of ways and then that's you right have... jordan they're the same character. No, not even close. Except in Pretty Guardian, but we're not talking about that. Oh yeah, right. I forgot that. I forgot that happens <laughs> in Pretty Guardian. That's good. That's the good shit. <laughs> this show, lo- Sailor Moon, love a have an animal person. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's move on past these talking cats. So Ami shows up, and I don't even know what. Oh, that's right. This this scene. So Ami shows oh, up. Oh yeah, this is fucking. <laughs> it's the miss it's the misuse of of sailor uh equipment yes yeah this is against regulations ami gets out her sailor mercury computer (laughs) which has a sailor mercury logo on it Uh uh uh-huh 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 it starts it starts doing some some quick calculations Uh. with her sailor mercury computer which is also really funny because she's doing like she's mathematically seeing what's wrong with the the draping of this uh of this whatever this this curtain skirting whatever it yeah. is and and it's like you don't really need to do it mathematically that one's longer than that one they're not even like that Ami busts out the golden ratio <laughs> she does in this I like that Kalapala is just being like a lazy art director yeah <laughs> uh also also I do just want to say I'm not saying. It's it's the better. I'm not saying he's a better hero or it's a better comic. Bruce Wayne does not generally use batarangs. Yeah. And we can believe that he has a secret identity because of that. Yeah. 
he doesn't bring out or just be like, "Ooh, I need to, I need to hop a ride. Let me jump in my Batmobile. Let me jump in my Batmobile." <laughs> Although like, I guess nowadays he could, because like, didn't he announce that he funds Batman? Yes, but that was in 2010. Oh, so that's gone now. I mean, it's still around, sort of, mostly, more or less. What I'm saying is, like, when when Batman calls back to the Batcave, he doesn't go, "Hey, my butler Alfred Pennyworth, can you look this up for me?" <laughs> yeah yeah i hate it it's stupid i hate it you know what else would be bad though what's that um if if uh when you were in your disguise you used your your real name and then when you were in your your supervillain appearance you also used your real name Uh and but you know what probably no one would notice no one does notice (laughs) and if your names were like very memorable like if your name was like i don't know like palapala for example or or Sarah Sarah or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know to be fair I cannot remember the rest of them. Best Best yep. is one. Jun- I guess I'm only missing one, right? Jun-Jun. Jun-Jun. Palapala yeah. does her cutesy act all the time and very very loudly goes like Palapala doesn't like this as both her disguise and her supervillain persona. Yep. <laughs> and nobody fucking notices. Yeah. Okay. All right, Palapala. Good mm-hmm. on you. Um, their minds are clouded. Their minds are clouded. There's no other explanation or magic, just magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so some hijinks happen. Sailor Jupiter is very strong. I think we know that by this point in the show. Yeah, that was, that was a bit of a pointless scene. So was the flower-making yeah. scene. I think they're just trying to like show up some of the people's strengths or like how, I guess... Since the Amazonas Quartet got to show off, now the Sailor Scouts get to show off. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. So Jupiter's strong. Ray has aesthetic taste or abilities. Flower, the art of flower arranging. Yeah, you know, that thing we all know about her. (laughs) (laughs) All the episodes, they talk about that. Sure, sure, sure. It's like a thing in Japan. I feel like she's ladylike enough to be able to, like, arrange a flower nicely. Mina uh, gives uh, Palapala a balloon, so that's nice. Yep, that's that's her special talent, balloon giving. <laughs> you know what? We could have used her in that episode with the princess. Which princess? The one who gave There's away the balloons. Episode. Every episode oh. has a princess. Oh, the one who gave away the balloons. Oh, right. Princess yeah, Diana. she was terrible. <laughs> All right, uh, so uh, the, the Amazon Quartet thinks the, the scouts are nice. Cool. Yeah. And they're also like, hey, by the way, we did not come here. Like, we didn't even know there was a thing going on today. We just showed up. And the scouts are like, that's pretty weird. We will not investigate this any further. <laughs> yeah, they're literally hey, like, come up? we're four girls who don't know what a coming of age ceremony is. Can you explain it? And the scouts are like, yeah, we'll just explain it. That yeah. solves it. Uh, we're from the circus, so we don't we don't know what it is. <laughs> and the scouts just tell them uh, that this is where we find out it's for 20 year olds. Yes. Uh, I missed that the first time around. I do feel like if they would have just asked, well, what are you doing here? They could have just said, oh, we're here to search for someone's golden mirror so we can kill that horse. <laughs> they would have said it. They would have said You're it. You're probably right. Anyway, that's our act break. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> nope, nope. It's already happening. It's an hour ten, Jordan. We got to get out of here at some point. I'm really sleepy. That was loud. Do people like it when we talk over the, the music? It's funny. I do. It's funny. 
It can be funny. Jordan. Yeah. If people want to support the show, Mm -hmm. how can they go about that? They can throw us a coming of age ceremony. That would be lovely. But uh, failing that. Because as we all know, we all know, uh, (laughs) uh, gentlemen Mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. America Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. come of age at 40. Yes, of course. It's the 40 new 20. is the new 20, exactly. Yeah, there you exactly. go. We knew it. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Oh, no. Now, do you mean Coke like a Southerner? Like it could be any soda or? No, I I, I would like I would like a Coca-Cola. That is All my right. preferred soda. No worries. I like a vanilla Coke. Oh. How can people give us money, Jordan? They can go to patreon.com slash sailor business and they can sign up to uh, support this show on a monthly basis for as little as $1 for as much as infinite money. Uh, but you know what? There's some key numbers in between, like for example, $15 where they can get our brand new sailor business, 2018, nope, 2019 pin. It's a little act. Sorry, Luna pin. That is choice. That's right. Uh, we have, we, we have sorted out the shipping. They're on their way to Jake. We are going to be having those go out soon. I've got everybody who's currently at the $15 level uh, who's going to be getting that new pin. Uh, the Xena pin will be coming soon. And I got to say, if you support us on Patreon, you're not just supporting this show. You're not just supporting Sailor Business episode by episode. You're also supporting the chibi sods where we mm-hmm. talk about stuff like Christine and I talking about the Tokyo Pop translation of the manga specifically. Yeah. Uh, you, we, you support... Uh, Xena business. You support the Xena business Gabby sodes, and we just had a very, very good one of those go up. It's essentially a full length episode where Allie and I watch the uh, adult film version oh my of Xena. It's Is it one weird... of those ones where they try to be really faithful and like make an episode that also has sex in it? <sighs> yes and no. You'll have to listen to that episode when we talk about it. Okay. Uh, but it is a, uh, it was a really fun, really good episode, and it only happened. Because we got the support from our patrons. And we'd like to thank our patrons. Right now, we only have one patron to thank. And it's someone who's been waiting a minute to get thanked on the show. So uh, I do want to say a very special thank you to Helen B. for supporting the show. Thank you so much, Helen. Yeah, thank you, and thanks to everyone who supports the show, and everyone, whether they just want a pin, whether they want us to have some money. Um, P.S., by the way, it does cost us $16 to send those pins internationally. <laughs> so if you are a uh, international backer, maybe maybe make sure you keep it going for two months. Just, you know, yeah. just maybe do that. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, can we get back to the show? Wait, you don't want to do any of these questions I asked for? We have no time. Like, what about if it's lightning round? Okay, lightning round. Asma Fangirl wants to know, since it's the Christmas season, what would Yusagi gift slash buy slash make for the other senshi and the cats? That's such a complicated <laughs> question. Yep. Do it lightning You can't split. do that as a lightning round. Of course you can. No. No. No lightning round. God damn it. I feel like she, she might try to make like cookies, but they get burnt. Oh, yeah. Here's She's what a we should do. Really bad cook. Yeah. We should do Sailor Scout Secret Santa. And we'll do a chibi sode where we talk where we ass- we we randomly draw for everybody and talk about what they would get for each other. That's a cute idea. That's a fun episode. Okay. I like it. Uh next question. But thank you, uh, Asma Fangirl. You're great. Uh how much of next season would have to be bad for you guys to regard Sailor Moon the anime as actually bad? 
Oof, man, it's like right on the edge, isn't it? Look, I really like Sailor Moon. I really do. Go back and listen to that R movie episode. Go That's back and watch the amazing R movie. episode. So good. All of us are crying about how much we love Sailor Moon. It's so good. Yeah, but Jiminy Jillikers, it has been a rough one. Uh, would Super S be better if Pegasus was a platonic flying dog instead of a gross horse boyfriend? Oh, so if he was crypto instead of comet? Yep. Uh, hell yes. That'd be pretty actually neat. What would a dog look like on this show? We don't see a lot of dogs. We see them every now and then. Like there was the one that that peed on uh, Esmeralda. Oh sure, yeah, 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 yeah. We see, yeah. yeah, we've seen some dogs, but yeah, you're right, not a ton. None that had like real personality. They all they draw the dogs like relatively real dogs. <laughs> yeah. I just googled Sailor Moon dogs, and I'm getting a lot of dogs in Sailor Moon costumes. That's even better. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's go back to the show. All right. Back to the show. Supers. Super silly. Super non-perceptive. That's not doesn't start with an S. <laughs> you know what I really want, Jordan? Uh to zig ziga. <laughs> No, that's what I really, really, really want. <laughs> okay. What, what do you really want, though? Well, you know, it's it's winter now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's almost Christmas. Mm-hmm. In real life, yeah. In in real life and in my heart. All year round. <laughs> Always. Okay. That, I mean, that kind of renders it meaningless, but go ahead. It's cold mm-hmm. out there, you know? I wish I had a jacket that had some kind of cool slogan <laughs> on it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like, like maybe a white satin jacket. Okay. And I don't know. Maybe it said. Well, I, th- I was saying maybe it could say age twenty, but that's not cool. Is there like a cooler way we can say that? I mean, just just flip it up, man. Flip the script. Yeah. There you go. Twenty age. Twenty age. I love how many age twenty age. <laughs> I love these sweatshirts. Yeah, they're not jackets, they're sweatshirts. I I was I did read them as jackets because I saw them from behind first, but yeah, they're sweatshirts. I mean, does that does that <laughs> seem to suggest that all of these girls are walking around in, in shirts going 20 years old and then they're not even close? <laughs> yeah. There's like a bunch of 10-year-olds wearing these shirts. What's happening? It's the volunteer sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah. 20 age you know if we had the the sailor business uh, t-shirt club going i'd say we should make 20 age t-shirts but sadly. we I, shouldn't no one wants no them. I w- i'd buy it that would yeah. be the shirt i buy i don't yeah exactly i was gonna say I, don't, I think you're underestimating our fans i would recreate this shirt so that i could buy the shirt that would be the most that would be so obscure <laughs> that would be more obscure than bob i was Floyd. gonna say we that have a pizza coffee than- shirt you know what I had for for lunch today? What pizza, coffee, pizza and coffee? Were they? Did you buy them in the same place? Uh, what? Well, I I got the pizza at a pizza restaurant and then I made the coffee at home. So no, because it was cold pizza. It was uh, leftover pizza, which is the best over pizza. Wait, hold on. Did you say? So you wait. You like leftover pizza better than fresh pizza? Leftover pizza is so fucking good. Mm. Better than fresh I mean, pizza. Mm. 
I mean, I like fresh, like fresh peas is also good, but that like next day when you like just pop that pizza out the fridge, you know, you could oh. just buy a pizza and then not eat it <laughs> and then have yeah, it only I, as leftovers. Look, I also like regular hot pizza. <laughs> okay. You know. I do. Uh, 28. I mean, you know, you know, like the, the best meal I ever had was probably a husk in Charleston, but sometimes I go to Taco Bell. Sure, sure. So I'm just saying. Yeah, but it's not like. Well, okay, whatever. (laughs) It's not like if you buy the tacos and don't eat them, they become husk. (laughs) Wait, is husk in Charleston the same as husk in Nashville? Uh, yes. The it is. Oh, that place is really good. I've been to the one in Nashville. It uh fucking rules. Yeah, it's a good restaurant. Uh, southern. Southern. Sure. Okay, that makes sense. What does it make sense? Like, given what you know of me, no. Given the fact that you guys talked about there being two of them in two southern cities, well, there's also one I believe in Greenville. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, Chris, I feel like you're. I feel like you're forgetting to remember something. Uh, well, I never ever forget to remember. <laughs> what What is this nonsense thing they say that they like? That they literally have not said since their first appearance. Uh, a child's dream is a dream of dreams. God, that's Jordan. There's been a lot of stupid bullshit said on this show, <laughs> and they're at a ceremony with adults. So they're yeah, they're they're, yeah. they're What happened was they. This is the thing that you cut me off from saying before the act break. They when they get explained what a coming of age ceremony is, they're like, oh, it's becomes it's when you become an adult, and they're like, why would anybody want to do that? Uh, and so again, they're go, they're going off now that the act break is over. On yeah, you know what? sucks is becoming an adult that's like some sort of bullshit who would ever want to I do mean, that that's one million percent true. Uh, okay okay rufio i don't know what that is because i'm too young <laughs> get the fuck out of here <laughs> i'm a young 36 <laughs> uh, anyway uh yeah no like look being an adult kind of sucks i mean listen I I want to I want to go against you and say being an adult is actually pretty great. The problem being, I think it's pretty easy to point to my life and go, "Yeah, why don't you go to work and make comic books? <laughs> yeah, why don't you why don't you go work at Marvel Comics? Uh, yeah, and then yeah. make with and then come home to your child who is named for a Sailor Moon character. Yeah, yeah, all of this is true. Uh, your adorable baby from these good are- old grown up Jordan White. These are these are the things I'm allowed to do because I'm an adult. Yeah, but like you got to pay taxes. Is I, the thing. I love taxes. No, look, I am look, we are we are both on the side of things that is pro taxes. <laughs> uh, but, you know, I got to get my taxes. I have to like go to a man every year and be like, "Hi, I'm creative. I have no idea how much money I need to send to a government." That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta, I gotta work. I gotta work, Jordan. Freelance taxes are hard. Yes, though. yes. Um, why are we talking about taxes again? Because being an adult, <laughs> being an adult's bullshit. Okay, but that is not what Makoto the Amazonist like, quartet wanna, says. They don't sit Makoto, there and go, "You gotta pay taxes." Makoto is like, "I want to open a bakery," and the Amazonist quartet should be like, "You know, most restaurants fail. Most new restaurants <laughs> do fail." Well, they're children, so they don't know that. They're from the future, though. 
Uh, is that true in this show? <laughs> I don't know that it is. I honestly don't know. <laughs> I said that, and I honestly don't know if it's true. Oh, also, let's talk about... Uh, so we get to see the opening of the show. We get to see the uh, the curtains part, and these uh, four... Are they... They're four women, I think, in in weird yeah. like tuxedo and hats doing a dance routine. And I'm like, wait, what's this coming of a ceremony? <laughs> They're, they're Zatanna. <laughs> yes, they are. They're all dressed like Zatanna. And uh, and that made me even more confused. I'm like, is this a talent show? What the fuck is this? What, what, what are they doing to come of age here? What? Everybody talks about why they want to become an adult. Usagi wants to get married uh, and make delicious miso soup for Mamoru. Uh, her adult version of herself looks exactly like she does at 15. Also, she screws up in her dream. Yeah, <laughs> which is very choice. Usagi is aware of her own limitations. Pretty amazing. Uh, Minika wants That's to right. be an idol, which, again, you really are going to be young for that. Like, what do you want to do when you turn 24 then, Minako? She's not planning to live that long. <laughs> well, they are going to be immortal, so she could be an idol forever. That's true. And then uh, uh, Cookbook uh, endorses a life of service. Uh, cookbook both present their plans for the future as uh, doing right by society and helping others. Uh, Ami becoming a doctor so that she can cure as many sick people as possible. And uh, the bakery, because again, she talks about, she talks about opening a bakery as like doing a thing for people, which is like, I, well, I, I mean, I don't think of, I don't know. I guess I wouldn't frame opening a bakery as, you know, so that, I'm helping people. It's like, no, so you are baking and you like baking. It's like, well, only because people really need cakes. If like <laughs> dog, let me tell you, I like this this is a shoot. I go to a baker, I go to the bakery every week. Really? I go to the farmer's market and I go to two bakeries. Wow, what do you get? Uh well, there is one called Loaf, and we usually get a uh a loaf sure. of bread from them. And then also uh I will usually get like cinnamon roll. And maybe like they have a, a really good ham and cheddar scone or like a like a ham and gruyere croissant. I mean, listen, that all sounds uh, really good. Yeah. And then I go like two two booths down at the farmer's market. There is another bakery called Strong Arm that I have started going to. Because that sounds like down. that must be Makoto's bakery. Yeah, no, it <gasps> yes. absolutely does. And guess what? The ladies who work at Strong Arm Bakery, who are ladies who do the farmers market, uh, 100% look like Makodokino. Uh, so it is pretty nice. choice. Let me tell you, that's awesome. But yeah, I get uh, geez, what did I get for that? Oh, I got a cinnamon pull apart uh this past week that was uh, so good. Nice, and it's the best thing I do every week. It makes me so happy. There are times when I'm like, you know, if I just get through this week, I get to go have a pastry. <laughs> so don't you ever tell Makoto Kino she is not helping the world. Well, green-haired Amazoness uh, tells them that they should give up on those silly ideas. Honestly, not sure Jin- who this yeah, is. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> Amazon Jin-jin. Jin-jin. Okay. And then we cut to Ray talking to uh, pink hair and red hair. <laughs> That's Sarah, Sarah, and nice. Best Best. Palapal is yeah, blue. That, one, that one I know. Um, and they are laughing in her face because she told them she wanted to be a career woman. 
probably she probably had that same fantasy image that she summoned multiple times in the uh in the in the single white female episode <laughs> mm-hmm. um but they are literally <laughs> laughing in her face going what that's the dumbest thing i've ever heard why would you want to do work people are going to tell you to do stuff and then you're going to have to do it <laughs> you dummy <laughs> um which is also effed up and then and then again uh, this part i i i don't buy though Ray frames it as helping society is what good adults do. And I'm like, I'm, I do not believe that is Ray's motivation for, for her dreams. I'm sorry. I mean, that absolutely sounds like something Ray would say. Yes. Yeah. But that is not why she's dreaming that dream. I like Ray's uh, red tights with the sweatshirt. It makes me think of like Blair Waldorf from Gossip Girl. <laughs> It's an extremely good look. It's the hang on. Yes. It's the same skirt and tights she was wearing yesterday. Yeah, but now she's wearing the cool twenty-eight shirt. Have they been there all <laughs> night? Maybe. Yuck. Yeah. Well, this is not the first time they have stayed up all night doing something weird. Are you talking about when Makoto stayed out in the rain all night? Yep. Uh. Nice. Uh. So Chibusa, her dream is to become. A lady, a wicked lady. No, nope. specifically, I think wonderful lady is the good version of wicked lady, right? Hi, I'm wonderful lady. <laughs> that's, that's a little egotistical. <laughs> I do have some bad news for her. Let's hear it. She is going to be five years old forever. <laughs> Poor girl. Yeah, uh, it's very sad. That can't be true. I, I have no idea. No, I think people must age to a a reasonable age, right? I mean, yeah, I guess you get to be twenty, and then that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Unless you're mom, or then you're like fifty five. Oh God damn it! We get <laughs> we get to twenty age. That's how many age you get. <laughs> this is what inspires it. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they again they laugh at Chibiusa, and they say that becoming an adult means giving up the dream you have now, which. I decided what I wanted to do for a living when I was 12, so not necessarily true. Maybe not the best idea yeah. to devote my life to that at the age of 12, but... They also say a quote I like even more, which is, um, uh, adults are pitiful creatures who aren't free to play. Mm. Uh, not necessarily <laughs> true. <laughs> right. This is what I'm saying. Like, it's hard for me to argue in favor of being an adult, because I think it's pretty easy to argue that we are not adults. Uh, not in the traditional sense. We're old. Yeah, yes. Is the thing. Yes. We're tired and achy mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and all that, but eh, adults, maybe not. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's time for a catfish to show up. Oh, what do you mean? Uh, well, I mean, obviously there's going to be someone lying about themselves online. Sure. That is going to try and uh, seduce these girls. No, it's a catfish man. It's a it's a it's a man, but he's also a fish. It's a fish man. It's an aqua. Well, but hold on. So like, it's a catfish man. So that's it. Like he just is a guy, and he's a catfish. Like he doesn't have any like particular powers because that. I mean, big mouth, I guess, because that's what catfishes have, right? But like, that's it. Oh no, he does. He um, he. I mean, you know about catfish, right? And and the thing with the toy soldiers. I'm sorry. I don't know about that. That's not even what I was thinking of. But let's hear it. Oh, I guess I guess those are actually Palapala's toy soldiers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. No, I was talking about the fact that he's an electric catfish. Right, that's a yes. thing. What? Yeah, you don't have those up north, we have them in the south. You're lying. Yes, I, that was a lie. Okay, thank <laughs> God. I was like, I've never heard of that. Phew. It, 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 I just had to say it with conviction. And you, you nailed it. Well done. So, yeah, so then Palapala summons an army of uh, toy soldiers and just shoots everybody with uh, Evanescence orbs. I did take it out of the soundboard. Sorry. Yeah. I know everyone's mm. very disappointed. Why is the catfish there? He does nothing. I don't know. I guess just to have a monster. Yes. And also, yeah, 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 because again, so yeah, they, they, all, the, it's Palapala is the one who gets all the, or, the, uh, the mirrors out. Yeah. So he starts cold Pac-Manning these mirrors, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just straight up lining them up and chopping them down again and for no then, real reason. Yeah. For no reason, yeah. just to murder a bunch of people. Hey, this show's about children murdering people. Sometimes. Yeah. That's weird. Agreed. Small monster note, beady beady means like an electric shock, ripping or rattling in Japanese. Interesting, interesting. So it's another like onomatopoeia monster name. Uh, these subtitles give him the name beady 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 the catfish dude. <laughs> yes, the catfish yes. dude. I think the last monster was dude also. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want to say if I saw a sign advertising beady beady the catfish dude, I would absolutely stop and order whatever <laughs> was at that restaurant. It also looks like a Pokemon, he, like a like a weird humanoid, like Wishcash Pokemon. Yeah, it's very weird. It's very weird. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. And then his because he eats all the mirrors, his powers short out. Well, the scouts show up first, but then his powers short out, and uh, he can't fight them. Uh, yeah. So instead, they fight the Amazonas Quartet. This seems like something that should happen at the uh, end of the season. Yes, well, they also cheat it as well. Because, yeah, they do fight them. And it's some awesome animation of the scouts using all their new attacks on all the different members of the uh, the quartet. But it turns out the quartet were really just faking to trap Sailor Moon. So to lure her out into the uh, audience so they could surround her and kick her ass, I guess? Yeah. It's so weird, by the way, to see th- that beautiful animation for love and beauty shock yeah and then go immediately back into these big soft heads <laughs> yeah these big like that they look so comfy that's what i'm, that's what I'm like <laughs> what just so doughy yeah they do. like no. i could like not this is gonna sound weird i don't mean this in like a like a weird way but like i just feel like i could just go like go to sleep like if you had a beanbag <laughs> of of sailor moon's face in this episode it, uh, if I if I could just like go to sleep on Minako's head, okay, just curl up on her head like a little kitty cat. Hmm. I'm so tired, you guys. <laughs> so anyway, they surround. It's so late at night. It's eleven fifteen. I'm so tired. They surround the two moons. They say, "If you guys move, we'll we'll kill you." And then all of a sudden, <laughs> four roses attack four so Evanescence orbs. Yes, T- too many roses. But he, but he, enough for bourbon. <laughs> four roses bourbon he successfully has thrown four roses at once and and all hit their targets so that's pretty skillful uh i guess yeah sure pretty skillful um hey um can pegasus just real quick protect everybody's dream wait first you have to talk about the part where uh, they also talk about how 
a tuxedo mask is too full of himself. And his response is, I can't conceal my <laughs> intellect. <laughs> I love that part. And then... Which I don't often identify with memory, either, but... <laughs> I like the Amazonist quartet just being like, what the hell is he talking about? So, so they summon Pegasus, and then just before uh, Sailor Moon does her attack, Biri Biri pops back up again, being like, hey, I'm back! At which point I'm still like, yeah, but why is she going to attack him? Why doesn't she aim at the four actual bad guys? Someone absolutely told her we've got six more episodes. Yeah, yeah. That's all there is to it. That's it. This is a very fillery filler episode. Oh, also, here's another line I love. Uh, so, the, so the Amazon Corset just vanishes, and everybody cut to the audience applauding. It's later, and the Sailor Scouts say, <laughs> at least we managed to cover it up. And I'm like... I want to see that fucking episode. How? <laughs> what did they say? And here's the best I could come up with. Every they, they everybody's mirrors go back, and then and then like as they all start waking up, that they like make an announcement going, "Let's hear it one more time for." And then they say something really boring. Let's hear it one more time for the. I, I don't know what's the most boring performance that you could possibly think of, and everybody just let's hear it one more time for these people standing in front of this movie acting out the movie. <laughs> oh, you piece of shit, <laughs> you fucking bastard! But let's say, and then everybody in the audience is like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I fell asleep for that." That's that's what happened. Or they let set back everyone's watches and clocks <laughs> so that they don't realize time has passed <laughs> until they go back outside. They all think they were abducted by aliens because they lost time. It's probably very upsetting to live in Juban. <laughs> Just in general. Sure. It I have I I went there for a brief moment. Did you go into a coma? No, thankfully not. Phew, Do you know goodness. if you went into a coma? <laughs> I I don't. I don't know. I was with a friend, so we either both went in a coma or You know, humans are very into friends these days. Mm. Quick, yes. quick quick question. Quick question. Did you hit peak energy while you were there? Um, I had an espresso, so maybe. I would lo- I would love to like really sit down and figure out when in my life I have come closest to peak energy. <laughs> maybe you're not there yet. Let's be optimistic. Yeah, something to look forward to. Yeah. As adults. Well, I'm certainly not there now. That's the end of the episode. No, hang on. We at least have to acknowledge again no, how stupid that's... the Sailor Scouts are. Because they, they then finally, at the end of the episode, they go, hey, what happened to all those girls who worked at the circus? And they're just like, I don't know. I, no guesses. No guesses. Ray, Ray goes, I have a hunch we'll be seeing them again. Yeah, next episode, when they attack yeah, us again. This always happens, so guys. <laughs> I feel like this would have been a good episode for them to, like, reveal their identities to each other, but nope, nothing happened. Well, but but as we've mentioned, they've seen the Sailor Scouts transform before. Yeah. yeah. They just don't <laughs> seem to care. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of the episode. Well, there's a, a scene of dead uh, Helios. Yeah, it's it's b- the boy. The horse who's the a boy, boy in the spider's web. Yeah. And Nehalenia deciding that now is the moment to act. Because she couldn't do it before. I know we've been at this for months, but an opportunity like this only comes around every few centuries. 
So you really have to adjust your expectations. <laughs> I, <laughs> there's just like, there's no, what is the opportunity? Because they've just been failing at getting the mirror the whole time, you know? Well, you know, I, I, I would stand on a mountain of nose for one yes. <laughs> and there's also an episode quote and a hit, I'm sure. So that's our episode. It's time to talk about fun. what we learned. It's time for Sailor Businesses. Christina, we will start with you. What did you learn from this episode of Sailor Moon? I feel like this episode, more than in any other episode where we may have learned this, that if you want to disguise yourself, you just have to change your clothes. It's very true. I learned that uh, adults are pitiful creatures who don't who are not free to play. I mean, that's um, absolutely true. Something you would not have learned in your day to day life, but yes, absolutely true. Yeah, that's how. Well, that's how we now we know we are not adults. It's official. Yeah, fair. How about you? Uh, I learned that uh, maybe I could get invited to a quinceanera. It would just have to be someone opting to have it as an adult. <laughs> I mean, why don't you just have one then? Again, Jordan. <laughs> no, no. Really I mean, for my, yourself. Yeah, I know. It's not really my thing. It's not really a thing I can have. If people can have it later than 16, then I think you could have it later than 16. Uh, nope. <laughs> sure can't. If I, if, right. I, if I opt for one at age 36, I'll let you know. Okay. Thank you. Uh, that's it. Here's the thing. I don't think we actually do like this episode. No, this episode was a blast. I, I just think this episode is better than what's around it. I like the last episode more. What happened in I the last episode? It's the one where they get into the hijinks of figuring out who Chibiusa loves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. so oh, much horse in that episode. And there's that there's that weird okay. looking horseman. The the part after the the music, I think. Right, you, again, you did specifically the, say that. You're right. That part sucks, but the rest is funny and the animation's beautiful and the jokes are funny. And I like the koi pun, but I don't know. I feel like this episode to me, it just feels very fillery and I get a little annoyed that like literally nothing happens, but I think there are still a lot of fun moments. And I like that there is no horse. See, and there's the, there's also less chibi, which is I think why I like it more. That's yeah. the thing. This episode is itself not great. It just reminds us of all the episodes of Sailor Moon we do like. Like for example, it's not as good as the um Mina talent show, which it is reminiscent of mm-hmm. um, that you're right. That's a better episode though. As I think about it, yeah, you know, the I, one I'm talking about, right? Yes. I don't think yeah. this episode's bad. Cause again, like, no, it was if, fun. if nothing else, I do think it does a really good job. Like I said, of delineating, uh, Minako and Usagi as characters, but I also think it's mostly very stupid, <laughs> even by Sailor Moon standards. It it raises questions it is not prepared to answer. And it refuses to answer ones that seem like they're being answered. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's just like it's just a big figure it out for yourself, assholes. It was fun though. And again, like I said, an oasis in a desert of horses. That is true. Uh Christina? I almost didn't realize that the horse wasn't there until like the third time I watched this episode, and then I was like, oh, he's not here. That's nice. <laughs> yeah, no horse. Horse no horse. Horse minimal. Horse minimal. 
90% horse free. New formula. Even like maybe like 97% horse free because he just shows up for that tiny, tiny portion. All right. So I think that's going to be it. Christina, you've been a delight. Yeah. (laughs) Glad I could join you all for this. Would you like to tell everyone where they can find you online? Should you wish to be found? Uh, yeah, I am on Instagram and Twitter at OChristina, and it is O spelled O-H and Christina spelled C-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. Excellent. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at at Sailor Business for the show. You can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O. And you can find our producer, Jake Mason, on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. He not only produces our podcast, but also a ton of other podcasts, uh, many of which he speaks on as well. Uh, so you should check those out by checking out his Twitter. Chris, how about you? Uh, you can find me by going to the-isb.com. That has links to everything, including uh, my presences on social media, like the bad website, Twitter, where I'm at the ISB. And uh, also you can find out about the comic books that I write, like, say, uh, Infinity War Sleepwalker, which is coming out now from Marvel Comics, mm. which is great. Uh, you would agree, Jordan? Uh, oh, sure. Yeah, of course. Wow, thanks for really being enthusiastic. I said, sure, yeah, of course. Yeah, it didn't feel like you meant it. Um, you know what else is awesome? What is awesome? The Merry X-Men Holiday Special. The Merry X-Men Holiday Special is awesome, especially, I'm not going to say especially the parts that we wrote, but <laughs> that's rude to everyone else. There's a lot of people in that. <laughs> a lot of really good people, including me and Chad, mm-hmm. uh, doing uh, a bunch of little stories about Jubilee our favorite X-Men. Did you ever think you'd work on the same comic book as Chris Claremont? Honestly, no. Well, now you have. Yeah. I didn't think I'd work on the same one as Charlemagne the God either, but here we are. There you go. Very true. (laughs) Here we are. Did, I did have a feeling that, uh, that, that I could do one alongside Kelly Thompson. Cause we're, we're, uh, we're of the same generation. Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. that's fair. So, Jordan. Yeah. That's it, right? We're done? That we are, for this week, done. We'll be back next time with Terror in Motion, the Dark Queen's evil hand. And until then, keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor.